Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. You're listening to Comedy Central. The United Kingdom, where a protester who threw eggs at King Charles has now been banned from carrying eggs in public <laughs> as a condition of his bail. And I mean, that just really shows you how much England has lost its edge, you know? In the old days, if you came at the king, they would torture you in the Tower of London for the rest of your life. Now it's like, you attacked our king? Well, good luck making an omelet now. <laughs> In some news from the world of philanthropy, Jeff Bezos announced that he will be giving Dolly Parton $100 million to celebrate her good deeds in the world. Yeah, and that's how rich Jeff Bezos is. Imagine being so rich that you think it's charity when you give money to millionaires. <laughs> He's like, oh, you poor thing. You don't even have a spaceship, do you? Oh, yeah, let me break you off some. Oh, in uh, major geopolitical news, President Biden met for the first time with his Chinese counterpart, Xi Jinping. And after the three-hour meeting, Biden declared that an invasion of Taiwan is not imminent. And I know what probably happened here. Xi Jinping went into that meeting planning to stick it to Joe, but first, Biden told him about that one time where he had that friend who was a Negro baseball player, and he used to work at the pool with all the kids, and he'd ride the Amtrak all the way to Scranton, man. It's not the Scranton today, man. Scranton's so different back then. My pop boys used to tell me, my word is a Biden, an ice cream man. Go, come on, come on, Jack. And Xi Jinping was like, you know what? You can have Taiwan. Just stop talking. I, I, don't, I don't know what any of this is. Just, just leave me alone. All right, but let's move on to some of the biggest stories of the day, starting with the midterms. That magical time of the year when the most exciting thing on TV is Steve Kornacki doing math. Now, <laughs> votes are still being counted across the country, but a few things are clear. One, you can take off your I voted sticker now, we get it. <laughs> and two, Senate Democrats are about to get two more years in the driver's seat. Let's begin with Democrats shocking the political world by retaining control of the United States Senate, thanks to a win overnight in Nevada. Democrats now taking a victory lap, defying history and expectations, on track to their best midterm performance since John F. Kennedy was president. This is a very happy day. With at least 50 seats and Vice President Kamala Harris's tie-breaking vote, Democrats now keep control of the upper chamber. Regardless of the outcome of Georgia's Senate runoff, slated for December 6th. Holding the Senate gives President Biden and his party control over the legislative agenda there, and critically, judicial confirmations, including the Supreme Court if another seat opens up. That's right. Now that Nevada and Arizona have been called, 
the Democrats have officially kept control of the Senate for another two years, which is a huge surprise. I mean, when Chuck Schumer heard that happen, his glasses nearly fell right off his face. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm assuming that's why they're down there, right? <laughs> and remember, remember, the reason this is so important is because keeping the Senate means that Democrats can keep confirming judges, including Supreme Court justices, like if any of them retire, or let's say, I don't know, gets like a DUI, you know? I still like beer. My man. <laughs> but, but, remember, if Republicans take control of the House, then every dream the Democrats have of codifying Roe v. Wade, or taxing the rich, or turning Pete Buttigieg into a real boy, they can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they probably weren't gonna do it anyway, but now they have someone to blame. Those pesky Republicans! <laughs> now, of course, there's still the Georgia runoff in December between Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker, which the Democrats don't need anymore. They don't need to win in order to control the Senate. But it would give them extra cushion for when Joe Manchin tries to cockblock them or <laughs> Kirsten Sinema goes rogue or Bernie Sanders misses a vote because he's arguing with a grocery store manager. He's just, he goes, shove that Apple Pay up your ass. I wanna pay with a check. Wait, hold on, I wrote the wrong date. You give, give, give me another chance. So, we're gonna have to wait until December to see what the final count in the Senate is. And really, that race can go either way. But can we just admit, now that the stakes are a little lower, you kinda wanna see what Herschel Walker would be like as a senator. I'm not saying they should. I'm not saying they should, and I'm not saying it would be good for Georgia or for the country, but, but, when he gets Mitch McConnell pregnant with another secret baby, it'll be all worth it. It'll be all worth it. Ah, oh. oh, he sent me a card and a $500, ah. But while the Democrats are celebrating their success in the midterms, Republicans, are being forced to look ahead to 2024. And the question of who will take on the animated corpse of Joe Biden for the presidency. <laughs> so obviously, obviously all eyes on Joe, Donald Trump, you know, you know, because he's the person who has promised a big announcement from Mar-a-Lago tomorrow. Yeah, and no one knows what the big announcement could be. It could, could just be that he successfully walked down a ramp or... <laughs> or that he finally memorized all the words to the McDonald's Big Mac song, but... <laughs> but everyone is expecting that it's going to be his entry into the presidential race. No. Yeah. Oh, 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 And there are a lot of reasons people think that Trump is gonna run again, right? They think he wants to avoid an indictment. They think he uh, thinks he's already won last time. Uh, it could be the fact that he has a Cinemax movie in the White House DVR that he wants to finish watching. <laughs> Will Emmanuel get back from space? I don't know! <laughs> But the biggest hint that he's running again is that he spent a lot of time recently making fun of other Republicans who might think of running, right? You remember, he called Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSanctimonious. <laughs> he mocked Mike Pence's polling numbers. And then last week, he found something to say about a new target, Virginia governor, Glenn Youngkin. On Friday, the former president posted on his social media platform, Truth Social, that Youngkin's last name, quote, sounds Chinese. The post read, in part, Young Kin, now that's an interesting take, sounds Chinese, doesn't it? Couldn't have one without me. You know, just when I think Trump has hit peak strange, he finds a way to take it to another level. He's like super saiyan of strange because, first of all, first of all, how are you so racist that you can make an anti-Asian remark about a white guy? I don't even understand that. 
And secondly, how are you so weird that you can surprise yourself in your own texts? He's the one typing, then he's like, now that's an interesting thing, you wrote it! Are you guys seeing what just happened? You typed it! Like, who are you? How does your brain work? The, the only... The only explanation that makes sense in my head is that he typed the guy's name in and then it autocorrected to young kin. And now Trump is having a conversation with his autocorrect like, wow, I never thought of it that way, keyboard. You should be my running mate. So smart, so strong, so clever. But, but this moment here, it's just another one where you realize that the tide is turning against Trump ever since the midterms. Because this time, Republicans are pushing back against him. Yeah, they've come out, they're like, this is not cool, why are you saying this? They're fighting him. You realize if this happened before the midterms, Youngkin would have come out like, why, yes, in fact, I am a Chinese man. <laughs> Ni hao, y'all, and jishi ni, Mr. Trump. <laughs> but let's move on to some financial news. After being hailed as the future of money, 2022 has been cryptocurrency's worst year yet. The crypto market has lost $1.3 trillion worldwide. Hundreds of cryptocurrencies have completely disappeared, and Matt Damon has moved on to selling Herbalife. And now, <laughs> just when we thought the crypto world couldn't fall any lower, this happened. One popular cryptocurrency exchange is on the brink of collapse this morning. FTX filed for bankruptcy Friday, leaving investors scrambling and destabilizing the entire industry. The company's 30-year-old CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, resigned, and his $16 billion fortune erased. Bloomberg has called his meteoric fall from grace one of history's greatest ever destructions of wealth. At its peak, the crypto exchange was worth $32 billion and benefited from superstar endorsements from Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen, Naomi Osaka, and Steph Curry. The NBA's Miami Heat had its venue renamed as FTX Arena just last year, but now that name's coming off the building. The downfall of FTX began earlier this month when reports raised serious questions about its financial health. Those questions triggered a bank run on the exchange as too many customers tried to withdraw their assets. By Thursday, Bankman Freed was apologizing on Twitter, saying, quote, I'm sorry I f***ed up and should have done better. Yeah, one of the biggest cryptocurrency exchanges has filed for bankruptcy, going from being worth $30 billion to being $8 billion in the hole. And do you know how hard it is to lose that much money overnight without buying Twitter? This wasn't easy. <laughs> and, and, and look, I will say I am glad that he apologized, but a tweet saying, I f***ed up, doesn't capture the enormity of what you've done. <laughs> you know, I f***ed up is the wrong address. I f***ed up is like the wrong Uber or something. At the, very, at the very least, you gotta add like 10 more U's, cause you f uh. And this, this crypto collapse is sending shockwaves everywhere, everywhere, from people losing billions of dollars to the Miami Heat being forced to change the name of their arena, right? Now that FTX is broke, you saw that. And, and I'll be honest with you, I feel like this one is on the heat. Right? If you're gonna let a company buy the naming rights to your arena, at least make sure it's an established company. Don't commit to some crypto startup that's been around for two years. Huh? This is like going on a first date. And then when the person goes to the bathroom, you get a lower back tattoo of their name, you know? 
She's like, yeah, there's no way this could backfire. Yeah. Wait, it's Janice? I thought it was Jenny. And you have to admit, you have to admit, it is crazy that a crypto collapse can take so much real money with it. Think about it. It's fake money, but people lost real savings. It's like finding out someone's imaginary friend died by driving your car off a cliff. You're like, how? <laughs> your friend wasn't real. They were real to me. <laughs> and personally, I hope Tom Brady didn't invest too much of his money in this company. Yeah, because otherwise he'll never be able to retire. He's gonna be like 90 years old in a huddle, just like, you're gonna run a post out left and, and you block the blitz. And, and did I ever tell you about that time I had a friend who was a Negro baseball player and used to work at the pool with the kids at Amtrak and the scabbard of pop up? My word is Joe Biden. Come on, Jack. Come on, let's do it. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Taylor Swift. This morning, tickets went on sale for the singer's first tour in four years, and so many fans rushed onto the Ticketmaster site that it immediately crashed. I mean, no one could get tickets. And yeah, Ticketmaster did Taylor Swift so wrong, she's already put out three albums about them. <laughs> They're gonna learn their lesson. And look, I know everyone thinks that getting these tickets is the most important thing in the world, but it's really not, right? If you don't get them, just relax, log off, you know? Just give the site, like, a chance to cool down and repair itself, and then, you know, don't bother. <laughs> you, just, you just chill. Ah, all right, I got mine. You can go back on. You can go back on. You do whatever you want. In... In labor news, Amazon is reportedly planning to lay off up to 10,000 employees this week. Yeah, the largest job cuts in the company's history. And I don't even know how this is possible, right? Me and everyone I know buy something on Amazon every day <laughs> and then returns it the next day when we realize we didn't actually need it anymore. How are they not making money? And I feel for all the Amazon workers who are getting laid off. But the silver lining is, at least you can steal great shit on the way out. <laughs> At most offices, you can only take, what, like a stapler? But if you get fired from Amazon, you've got like seven air fryers, huh? <laughs> Just walking out of the warehouse like, my prime day came early! <laughs> oh, in, uh, in international news, Europe is on high alert tonight after Russian missiles aimed at Ukraine hit Poland instead. Yeah which apparently could trigger a full NATO response. 
And honestly, like, why do these world wars always gotta start in Poland? It's like the Waffle House parking lot of Europe. <laughs> and, and look, I don't wanna scare anyone. I don't wanna scare anyone. But this could be the beginning of World War III. I don't wanna scare you, though. I'm not saying it will be, it could be. So remember, this is a good time to just, like, spend time with your family, you know? <laughs> Put down your phones. <laughs> and, and just spend some... T- Four more tickets! Yes, suckers! <laughs> I'm gonna be the front row by myself. All right, all right, let's move on to some of the biggest stories of the day, starting with the latest on the midterms, which, yes, the votes are somehow still being counted. I think election officials are, like, using their finger... I don't know! (laughs) The point is, we need to be patient. But it's becoming increasingly clear that the American people, or at least the half of them who actually voted, have delivered a split decision, with Democrats taking the Senate and Republicans all but certain to win control of the House which means that in order for America to succeed, Democrats and Republicans will have to work together. So, America will not succeed. (laughs) And you know... You know, it's it's kind of a weird situation for America to be in. You know, having a split Congress is like being raised by two parents who don't see eye to eye on anything. Yeah, like one parent wants you to take ballet lessons, and the other parent thinks ballet lessons are a communist plot to turn you trans. (laughs) And neither parent wants you to ask questions about who killed Jeffrey Epstein. But the midterms weren't just about who runs DC. It turns out they were also about who runs the states. And in Arizona, a closely watched governor's race has finally been called. This morning, another major symbolic defeat for former President Donald Trump in the midterms. Democrat Katie Hobbs narrowly beating Republican Kerry Lake for Arizona governor. Lake had been one of Mr. Trump's most prominent allies in the midterms and one of the staunchest supporters of his false claims denying the results of the 2020 election. Lake continuing to question her own race's results last night, tweeting, Arizonans know BS when they see it. Yes, apparently they do. They do. But I guess in, in the least surprising plot twist ever, A woman who ran on a platform of denying election results is now denying her election results. And in a way, I bet she's relieved that she lost. Yeah, because if she won, then what? She would have had to deny herself? It would have have shattered her reality. It would be like TLC meeting a scrub and liking him. What? It turns out a scrub is a guy who can get love from me? What? Well, you know what? I'm gonna go chase some waterfalls. Anyway, this, this is a lot for Carrie Lake, so please. Please, let's give her some space as she goes through the five stages of Republican grief. (laughs) Denial, denial, (laughs) denial, pooping in Nancy Pelosi's office, (laughs) and denial. (laughs) But remember, Remember, the reason this result has big implications is because with Carrie losses, with Carrie Lake's loss, rather, every election denier running for governor or secretary of state in a swing state has now lost their races, which is huge for democracy. A huge victory. You know? This is, this is just like in those horror films where they kill the monster and then he never comes back again. You did it, Democrats! Now leave the knife on the counter and go take a sexy shower upstairs. Yeah! But enough about the midterms, enough about that. The campaign is over, and it's time for the parties to govern. I'm shitting you, this is not gonna happen. (laughs) It's 
sexy time for the parties to campaign for the next election. I, I don't know why, but America loves campaigning. It's like you campaign to campaign, campaign to campaign. It never ends. It's like seeing someone who's only interested in foreplay. You like that? You ready? Yeah, well, let's put your clothes back on and start again. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, what's your name? Oh, yeah, let's do that again. Anyway, as everyone prepares themselves for what the 2024 race will be like with Trump, there's one party, there's one part that'll be different this time. And that is one of Trump's biggest ass lickers is gonna be leaving his ass very dry. Nearly two years after a mob of Donald Trump's supporters attacked the Capitol, disrupting the transfer of power and chanting, hang Mike Pence. Trump's once loyal vice president is finally telling his story about what happened that day. The president's words were reckless and his actions were reckless. The president's words that day at the rally endangered me and my family and everyone at the Capitol building. Given all that you witnessed in the Capitol on that day, this is a pretty straightforward question, a yes or a no. Do you believe that Donald Trump should ever be president again? David, I think that's up to the American people. But I think we'll have better choices in the future. Hell yeah! Good for Mike Pence telling Donald Trump, you almost got me and my family killed, which is why I'm now prepared to say that it's possible there are better alternatives to you in the next election, although that decision will be up to the American people. You tell him, Mike Pence. Ooh, you tell him. For real though, man, it's a simple question. Do you support Trump or not? I can't believe Mike Pence is the one leaving us hanging. <laughs> and I know, I know why he's doing this, right? I know why he's doing it. He doesn't want to go too hard against Trump because he's still hoping to win over Trump's voters if he runs for president, which is so delusional. Trump's people were the ones who wanted to kill him. <laughs> the only reason they would elect him president is so that they know for sure where he lived. Why would they vote for you? <laughs> and even if that strategy works, it still makes him a punk ass bitch. But this, this is not the type of man you want leading the United States, right? Well, you can't even say the thing out loud. If Pence was president, forget China. Canada would be invading. Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry, sorry, we're gonna take Oregon, eh? Oh, it just seems so easy. Sorry, sorry, eh? <laughs> but let's move on to some international news right now. If you're going through a breakup, your friends might be telling you that there are lots of people out there, and they're right. In fact, they're more right today than ever before. UN says there'll be a new milestone in human development as the world population is expected to hit 8 billion today. The agency adds that this unprecedented growth is due to improvements in public health, medicine, and high levels of fertility in some countries. This is staggering when you consider that 100 years ago, according to the UN, the global population was 2 billion or under. Now it's 8 billion. Hell yeah, 8 billion People, everybody, eight billion people on Earth. I didn't need the UN to tell me this. <laughs> I could already tell there were eight billion people because every single one of them was ahead of me for Taylor Swift tickets in line. <laughs> and I'm proud. I am proud of all of us people because say what you want about the human race, but one thing is for sure, we're <laughs> Yeah. Congratulations to everyone for smashing. And yes, some people are working harder than others, but the rest of us deserve some credit too. 
I kind of I wish that the UN didn't even announce this, you know, because it feels like bragging, you know? Yeah, like I feel like COVID is gonna see that we hit a new population milestone and be like, well, I saw them hit eight billion and I took that personal. I saw that and I was like, I might come back. And by the way, I, I get now why the United Nations never actually does anything. Yeah, people are like, can you maybe stop the war in Ukraine? And they're like, sorry, we're kind of busy. Seven billion, 200 million and one, seven billion, 200 million and two, seven billion. And a lot of people, a lot of people are worried that eight billion people is too much and that we need some way to control overpopulation. Although I find it interesting that those people never think of themselves as part of the problem. Yeah, there's always people who are like, Earth is too crowded, we gotta get rid of some of these people. And you're like, oh, how about you, your people? No, not, not me, I meant like China or something. Come on, what are you talking about? And honestly, I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, I think it's a myth. I think we can handle the Earth's population if we just do a better job of distributing its resources, right? But, but, if, if we are going to reduce the population, I think the smartest way to do it is just to get rid of identical twins. No, because it's a waste. It's a complete waste, right? We already have one of you. Yeah, it's like having two copies of the same picture on your phone. Just delete one, easy. And please wait, don't, don't, don't twist my words. Don't get it twisted. I don't wanna hear identical twins being like, oh, Trevor, are you saying you're gonna kill my brother? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have to. <laughs> Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. the Grammy Awards. Yesterday, the full list of nominations was announced, and Beyonce is leading the pack with nine nominations, which amazingly, which amazingly ties her with her husband, Jay-Z, for the all-time record of 83 nominations. Yeah, yeah, makes your hashtag marriage goals look like shit. And congratulations to Amanda Gorman, the poet who got her first nomination for Best Spoken Word Album. That's pretty amazing. Congratulations to her. And to Joe Biden, who got a nomination for Best We Think Those Are Words Album. <laughs> well done, sir, well done. In tech news, Elon Musk is continuing his makeover of Twitter by telling employees that from now on, the work environment will be, quote, extremely hardcore. Yeah, and they should prepare themselves. But if anyone insults him, he'll call his mommy and fire them. <laughs> That's not hardcore, it's just mean. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know if he can afford to fire any more employees. He's already fired half of the company. 
pretty soon Elon Musk is gonna be the only one working at Twitter. We're gonna be <laughs> sitting there like, why haven't my tweets updated for like 20 minutes? And Elon will be like, sorry, I was taking a shit. It was so hardcore. <laughs> All right, where was I? Oh, in international news, NATO has announced that the stray missiles that hit Poland yesterday were not fired by Russia after all, as was reported. Yeah, they were actually Ukrainian missiles being launched against Russian attackers. So the good news is that NATO doesn't have to go to war against Russia. The bad news is it now has to go against uh, Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> rules are rules, the rules are rules. I'm just glad it wasn't what we thought it was. And Poland is like, we still got bombed. <laughs> all right, let's move on <laughs> to the big story of the day. As you know, America's midterm election was just one week ago. The votes in many districts are still being counted. The runoff for Georgia's Senate seats is still three weeks away. And Wolf Blitzer is still waking up in the middle of the night shouting, key race alert, key race alert. <laughs> My point is the 2022 midterms are not over, which means now is the perfect time to start covering the 2024 election. <laughs> so many times over the last two years when people have said that Donald Jobless Trump was finished <laughs> for sure. You know, they said he was finished when he lost to an ancient artifact. They said he was finished when he was impeached for throwing a house party without his parents' permission. <laughs> when he got his hand stuck under the fridge trying to get a Cadbury cream egg that rolled underneath there. Just let go of the egg, Donald. <laughs> the thing people don't realize is Donald Trump doesn't care what anyone else thinks about his political future. And you saw that last night because he swapped out the buffet table at Mar-a-Lago for American flags and made a big announcement. On stage at his South Florida estate, Donald Trump announcing the White House run he's hinted at ever since his 2020 election defeat. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. The former president impeached twice, including for his role in the January 6th insurrection, placing himself at the head of a movement to take power back for his supporters. This is our country, our government. Now at the center of multiple investigations, Mr. Trump said a weaponized justice system is the greatest threat to the U.S. We must conduct a top-to-bottom overhaul to clean out the festering rot and corruption of Washington, D.C. And I'm a victim, I will tell you. I'm a victim. That's right, folks. I'm the biggest victim of all. Every time I do something illegal, they come after me. I've done 30 illegal things. They've come after me at least 20 times. It's so unfair, so unfair. You know, as ridiculous as this is, I'm actually glad he's being honest about why he's running. He's running for the same reason every shirtless guy on Cops runs. The popo is chasing him. He said it. <laughs> This, this is what Trump does. He's always the victim. The poor billionaire who only owns 15 golf courses and got to run the world's most powerful country for four years. Oh, woe is me. Oh. <laughs> if Trump was a prince in a fairy tale, the movie would suck and the princess would never get saved. You know? Yeah, the dwarves would be like, please, we need you to save Snow White. And he's like, who's gonna save me? <laughs> Do you know how many scares are in my castle? I'm so tired. Do you know how hard it is to pick from the lavish banquet my servants prepare for me? They'd be like, but she's poisoned to eternal sleep. He'd be like, I wish I could sleep. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get comfortable in a bed of coins? So hard. But that's right. Trump is getting the old team back together for one more run at the White House. And of course, 
I say that metaphorically since most of the old team is in jail. The point is though, <laughs> he's officially in the race. And you have to admit, this is an interesting way to kick off your presidential campaign. Vote for me, I'm a whiny piss baby. Because <laughs> that's what most of his speech was about. And apparently he's not the only victim. No, according to the Donalds, running America into the ground was also very hard on his family. And it hasn't been a joyride for our great first lady either. I go home and she says, you look angry and upset. I say, just leave me alone, I got... <laughs> hasn't been the easiest thing. In fact, my one boy, stand up, Eric. I think he got more subpoenas than any man in the history of our country. So unfair. Al Capone, you all heard of the great gangster? Al Capone got far less. Billy the Kid got almost done. Jesse James, no. Eric Trump got more subpoenas. He's, he's a PhD in subpoenas. They come from Congress. They... Yeah, that's right. No one suffered more from the Trump presidency than the Trump family. Yeah, while the rest of you were living it up in your border cages and enjoying an endless buffet of COVID, Eric Trump was being asked to answer some questions. What a hard life. And look, to be fair, I will admit that Eric has gotten more subpoenas than gunslingers like Billy the Kid and Jesse James. You know, and those guys in the Wild West, well, they got a lot of subpoenas. You know, we've all seen the movies. <laughs> Papers for Mr. Ugly? Is Mr. Ugly here? <laughs> you know what, you guys look busy. Uh, I'll come back later, yeah? story that he told, that Trump told about him and Melania. Was, was anyone else as surprised as I was to hear it was Trump telling Melania to leave him alone? <laughs> yeah, Melania was probably like, oh no, anything but that, oh. <laughs> I'll give you some space, how about forever? <laughs> now, you might be thinking, this speech probably sucked, right? Because you're not a fan of Donald Trump. But it turns out, even the people who were there to see him didn't exactly want to stay. Trump displayed a fraction of his 2016 energy. The speech ran twice as long as scheduled and for long stretches left his crowd restless and silent. This was a teleprompter Trump, low energy, very, very unusual. He started to get bored and started to ad lib and it just turned into a rambling mess in my opinion. Candidly, he was quite subdued. Low energy. I thought the speech tonight was lame. I thought the crowd was lame. Reporters inside the ballroom at Mar-a-Lago noticed a handful of Trump supporters attempting to leave before Trump was done speaking, but security won't let them. <laughs> oh, damn. Say what you will about Trump, but the man takes his border security seriously. Nobody's getting out. We're gonna build a wall, build a wall, keep them in. But for real though, you know a club is shitty when you need a bouncer to keep people in. That's when you know <laughs> things are not going well. And I actually feel bad for the crowd. They were probably scared as hell. They're like, oh no, we're trapped in here. Trump has us locked up. He's locked us up. He's locked us up. <laughs> and you know, and you know, Trump aside, 
will say, I will say, it is a little strange. I'll be honest, I think it is a little strange that so many people in the news media were fixated on how boring the speech was. Like, who cares? You know? For years, they were like, this is not normal. And now they're like, this is too normal. Say, <laughs> say something about the Mexicans. We need ratings, Donald. <laughs> now, despite Trump's triumphant return, the word on the streets is that he might not have the support that he needs to win. Yeah, apparently Republican elites are clamoring for Ronda Sanctus, right? Uh, major Republican donors have announced that they won't back Trump this time. Even Ivanka released a statement saying she doesn't want to be a part of the campaign. Instead, she wants to focus on her family, which, of course, I understand. I mean, she's got that adorable little boy at home. Uh, <laughs> and I think she has kids, you know? So, yeah, a lot of major players in the Republican world are not thrilled that Donald Trump is running again. Although, apparently, many Democrats are happy. Yeah, including people like Bernie Sanders, who said Trump running may be a horror show for the country, but I gotta say that as a politician who wants to see that no Republican is elected to the White House in 2024, from that perspective, his candidacy is probably a good thing. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, Bernie, Bernie's probably right. Democrats should be praying for Donald Trump to win the nomination so that they can easily crush him in the general election. Yeah, that kind of thinking has never horribly backfired. <laughs> Just ask President Hillary Clinton, what could go wrong? <laughs> but for real people, are we really gonna do this again? No. Are we gonna do everything they say? The Democrats are gonna hope to face Trump? The media is gonna write him off because Republicans don't support him, forgetting that Republicans didn't support him the first time? Then he got on stage, roasted Chris Christie, slapped Jeb Bush so hard his whole family felt it. And then all of a sudden, the whole Republican Party was like, you are our king now, and Ted Cruz's wife is ugly. <laughs> and before you say, oh, but this time is different, we beat him already. Yeah, remember that he only lost to Joe Biden by 44,000 votes. And that was during a pandemic where Trump told everyone to bleach their lungs. He's probably not gonna do that again. <laughs> probably. And you were probably like, yeah, but, but this year, all of Trump's MAGA election deniers lost. Yeah, but they lost by like 1%. 1%. Those are not around and find out margins, people. <laughs> those are the kind of margins where if anything is a little bit different next time, Trump could win those states. Gas prices could be higher. The economy could be worse. Joe Biden could keep getting older. Anything is possible. <laughs> but no, I guess everyone's gonna act out the same roles as 2016. Uh, the Democrats are gonna hope he wins. Republicans aren't gonna stand up to him until it's too late. And the news will give him live coverage for every single word that he utters. I just pooped again, breaking news. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if we're all gonna do the same things again, just let me know now. Yeah, Cause this time I'll be prepared. I'll go visit all the shithole countries before the borders are closed. <laughs> I'll invest in tiki torches and best believe I'm gonna stock up on a shit ton of toilet paper cause I'm not using my socks again, you hear me? <laughs> That is not happening again. The moon, AKA ashy earth. The last time humans set foot on it was 1972, but now we might finally be getting a sequel. NASA going back to the moon for the first time in five decades, launching the most powerful rocket in the world into space, kicking off its high-stakes Artemis One mission. This is a test flight with test dummies. But if this succeeds, astronauts could do the same in two years. And NASA says that this really opens the door to a whole new world of space exploration. The long-term goal here is to set up a base on the moon where people can actually live. 
Yes, unlike crypto, we are actually going to the moon. <laughs> and before you hate us, start saying, oh, do we really need to go back to the moon? Yes, we do. Of course we do. Buzz Aldrin left his keys up there. The dude's been locked out of his house for 53 years. <laughs> and you know, I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if when we got back up there, we find out that the original astronauts did a bunch of crazy shit that they didn't tell us about? <laughs> like the new astronauts step out and there's a bunch of moon babies that look like Neil Armstrong. <laughs> and it's just like, Daddy, you're finally back from your trip to get cigarettes. It's like, wait, why are you still babies? <laughs> now, as much as I love space travel, and I really do, my, my one issue with NASA is why do they keep using Greek names, huh? This program is Artemis. The old one was Apollo. Why doesn't NASA update things, you know? Name rockets after today's mythical heroes. Everyone, we're sending Artemis to the moon. Boring. <laughs> Everyone, we're sending John Wick to the moon. <laughs> oh, yeah! Shit's about to go down! Pew, 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 Now, if we had more time, we could talk about whether humans should be going anywhere in the universe, given the fact that we can't even get COVID under control down here. Because if we're not careful, we might turn into the conquistadors of the solar system, right? Just be like, is there life on Mars? Uh, there was. (laughs) But we don't have time to talk about life forms in space because there are some new life forms coming to Congress. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi just said that she will not seek a leadership position in the new Congress. Her announcement comes after Republicans won control of the House of Representatives in the midterm elections. With great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. Yes, that's right. It is a new era in Congress. Nancy Pelosi is stepping down and Republicans have officially won control of the House. And this time they did it without shitting on the floor. That's growth. That is growth. <laughs> and you know, Kevin McCarthy might be happy right now, you know, that he's, he could replace Nancy Pelosi next year as Speaker of the House. But remember, remember, half of his caucus believe in Jewish space lasers that stole the election using Venezuelan mind control. So <laughs> good luck to him controlling them. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be trying to get more tax cuts for corporations. Meanwhile, they'll be like, boom! We want to subpoena Hunter Biden's penis. Bring it here. Put that penis under oath. (laughs) And you know, Republicans are finally going to learn that being in charge brings its own sets of promises. You know, you've got to, you've got to deliver. You know, you have to deliver on your campaign promises. That's, that's a challenge. And what was the number one issue that they campaigned on? (laughs) Joe Biden. (laughs) And now that they won, voters will be expecting them to (laughs) Joe Biden. They have to do it. They have to go through the steps. They said it, not me. Yeah, they're gonna have to pass a bill to ask him out. They're gonna have to agree, you know, on the restaurant to take him out to. And then when they take him home, they're gonna have to listen to his stories before he lets them smash. They're gonna see the people, they're gonna tell you about the time I was hitting about the pool, man. It was a great time as a nigga. Yeah, good luck keeping a heart on through that, Republicans. <laughs> now, if we had more time, We could talk more about all the news coming out of America's politics. For instance, we could talk about the Senate moving closer to protecting gay marriage, finally. Or we could talk about Karen Bass becoming LA's first female mayor. Or we could talk about whether the next Speaker of the House will be able to beat Nancy Pelosi's high score on the stock market. But we don't have the time for that. Because there's one man who, God forbid, might be joining these people in the Capitol. And boy, is he gonna be bringing the greatest hits. I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. So I'm watching my TV. Uh, these kids watching their TV. The guy jumped in front of them with this holy water, threw it on the vampire's forehead. He covered his eye. 
Then he took his hand away. He started laughing. Don't work. He took the cross, he put it on the vampire's forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. He said, that don't work. And that's the way it is in our life. It doesn't work unless you got faith. You gotta have faith in this country. You gotta have faith in this in the elected officials. And right now, that's the reason I'm here. Step aside, Gettysburg Address. America has the new greatest speech of all time. Because you tell me the last time you heard a speech about vampires, werewolves, faith, politics, and garlic, huh? And I don't know if Herschel Walker should be a U.S. senator, but he should definitely be elected as America's official movie reviewer. Did you hear that? I want to watch that movie. I don't even know what it was. He should do this for every movie. Y'all seen The Little Mermaid? This woman was a fish, but then her boyfriend threw a fork in the ocean. And because of an octopus, she lost her voice. And we need a new voice in Washington. And now that Little Mermaid is black. Before we go, I just wanted to remind you, please consider donating to Forgotten Harvest. They collect food surpluses from grocery stores, markets, restaurants, and caterers, and they deliver it free of charge to emergency food providers in the metro Detroit area. So if you can support them in their work, then please donate at the link below. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central, and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.